Welcome back to another edition of the Where the Bear podcast, everyone. Brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And as always, you can catch the Where the Bear podcast on iTunes. Just search Golden Grizzlies or Where the Bear. Also, SoundCloud as well. Again, all you got to do, search Golden Grizzlies or Where the Bear. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And today, it's a new year, so you know what that means. Track and field season, getting ready to fire up, especially on the indoor side. Well, it's January, so they're not going to be doing much uh, outdoors, even though today, as I welcome in the director of track and field, Paul Rice, and the head track and field coach, Tanisha Johnson, here joining us. And it, it feels like springtime, doesn't it? But it's, it's not. Yeah, the track actually melted off, and we can see red, which is pretty cool. <laughs> which isn't going to be the case probably again over the weekend, right. but... Uh, Paul, great to catch up with you. Tanisha, this is your first uh, uh, foray, I guess you would say, into the Aware the Bear podcast, so welcome. And uh, you made some news. Tanisha, you're now the head coach of track and field here at Oakland. And, of course, Paul Rice, you're the director of track and field. And, and Paul, we'll start with you before we get to Tanisha. Just give everybody a, a heads up and really how this all came to be. Well, the, the program's been around since 2006, and um – it's still a young program, but it's evolving and it's evolved quickly. So, um, you know, having 80 to 100 student athletes every year with one head coach trying to manage everything, it, it has become challenging. And, and for a couple of reasons, one is we've been successful. So um, the more successful you get, the more student athletes want that success on a daily, weekly, monthly basis and um the more you have to provide those tools yeah i mean they ask for more and they demand more and they should and if you want to stay good and you want to continue to be successful you've got to provide the best environment for those athletes so it it was definitely it's been a challenge for me being one head coach over an entire program and and to provide everything needed to be consistently good and and so we evaluated that um and and the other thing is you know the student athlete experience is, is a big part of our existence now I mean there's 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 no doubt about that so you know when you evaluate any program you have to look at what type of student athlete experience that, that those those athletes are having on a daily basis and, and you know it's it's tough to provide the best experience and get the best feedback from them I guess the best positive feedback from them on a daily basis if you have one person running the show so you know my my existence here has been uh you know a long time you know 20 years now as a head coach and uh you know, not that whole time with track and field, but uh, it, it, it was time to evaluate and, and look at different ways of providing the best experience possible and in, in the growing demands of our student athletes. So we thought this was a good move. It's, it's, it's happened in other programs around the country and it's worked well, a good formula. And it allows me also to focus on some things that haven't really got much attention in the last 10 years of our track and pro, track program existence with the you know, alumni, alumni relations, fundraising, things like that. So uh, I'm excited to move forward in my new position. And, and um, uh, Tanisha is going to do a great job of, you know, picking up some of the things that I've been doing and, and doing it even better because we can we can put a little more focus in the right areas. And speaking of you, Tanisha, you come here from Fort Wayne. You were an assistant there at Fort Wayne for a while. And also for people that don't know, uh, you spent some time, you, you were actually a track and field athlete, which is not a shock, uh, <laughs> at Grand Valley State. You transferred to Central. Uh, you were very, very good during your time at Central. Uh, as a matter of fact, you earned MAC honors and, and those types of things. And what's it mean for you to be here at Oakland in, in a head coaching role? Um, yeah, like you said, I'm kind of a track and field junkie in a sense. It's been, it's been with me for a very long time. And before the Grand Valley time, I was here in the same area at Dakota High School. Um, so it's nice for me to be back home in the area that I'm very familiar with, uh, with people that uh, I've 
you know, watched and learned so much from over the years and to be back with them and to be able to communicate with them kind of as an equal in a sense in the world of coaching. Um, and Coach Rice even, because they were starting a track program the year I graduated high school. So I've been able to watch the program grow through him over the past few years and just been in awe about everything. So I'm really excited to be back here um, and really happy to get a chance to kind of work with the athletes, with this department, um, and kind of see where I can help this team be better, basically. And so, Coach, what about – I'm sorry, it's always going to be Coach Rice to me. That, that That's just the way that it's always going to be. So, I mean, Coach, when you hear that, when, when you see somebody uh, like Tanisha, who, who's having success in an assistance role down at Fort Wayne and with what she's done in her track and field career, someone – and obviously she has ties to the area, but – somebody from the outside that looks in and, and views your program that way and look you and I have had this conversation for a very long time this is what it's been building towards this is what it's been about mm-hmm. now it's there yeah and you know we've seen national level success last year with our, our first all-american we've had in, in several years with Bryce getting to the you know the championships out in Eugene and we had Run, multi- running on ESPN mul- yeah multiple yeah. athletes at the first round last year and you know coming off of uh, our best year ever I mean we were we were runner-up uh, indoor and outdoor for men last year and runner-up outdoor for women in the Horizon League and had won the previous year uh, indoors for women. So we're we're becoming a force in the Horizon League and, and, and also able to take it to that national level. So th- the big thing with this change is that we, like I said, we feel like we've done a, you know, done the right thing and made the right decisions to t- try to take our program to another level and, and provide the right environment for our student athletes on a daily basis to feel like you know we can take that next step together we can we can take a a kid that comes out of high school that's really good and make them great uh, because the right resources and tools and and coaches are in place and um, you know not just not just coach johnson but we've got a really good staff we've got a a very dedicated staff Um, i'm one of eight coaches you know we're we're one of of eight coaches and, and i'm still coaching the you know, the cross country team as a head coach and then the distance runners throughout track season. So we all have our hands on it, but now we've broken it down where there's smaller number of athletes, smaller, smaller groups of athletes that each coach handles. And that makes a big difference in the, the, the TLC that you can provide on a daily basis to your athletes. And, and they get excited to compete even more now because they're working hard. They're seeing the results in practice and they can't wait to get out there and compete and prove themselves uh, with our uniform on. The director of track and field, Paul Rice, joining us as well as track and field head coach, Tanisha Johnson, uh, in her first year here with the program on the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Long Group. And, and Tanisha, what about that? So, okay, you've been tracking the program. You know the success. You're walking in the door here and reading between the lines, uh, to me anyway, because that's kind of my job of what Paul Rice is saying here, you're kind of in, in in a hot seat a little bit because of the success. Now you're viewed as someone who's, who's going to come in here and, and really – be a difference maker, and that's that's what you're brought here. But look, you, you've done it at the highest levels and everywhere you've been. It's nothing new to you, I'm sure. But at the same time, that's got to be very exciting for you because you're expected to come in here and be a difference maker, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't view it as a hot seat, <laughs> personally. Maybe <laughs> now I, I will and feel a little pressure now. <laughs> um, no, but I think that uh, the reason I don't view it as a hot seat, even though it's very exciting, is um, that they've had such a great like framework already right. in place. Uh, the athletes kind of know what the expectations are. Um, so when I come in here, they already have the work ethic instilled in them over the years, and they've had that success. They know what it takes to be that successful. So when I come here, I don't have to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. They already know what the expectations are, and I can kind of get to work, and they just follow suit. They're, already, they're ready to go every day. Absolutely. So, Tanisha, 
throughout your career, what are some of the things that, that have happened to you that, that really you draw from and you think about in this role of being a head coach? You're not too far removed from your track and field days. And, of, of course, I, I talk about this with, with I, Coach Rice as well. Say, and, I, and I am, right? <laughs> I was going to say it nicely. <laughs> You know, yeah. I was going to be a professional no, broadcaster, okay. Paul, just, just say and, it. and I was going to say it nicely, and I was going to loop around and insinuate it without actually saying it. You're recently just out of the track and field game. Paul Rice is not. <laughs> no, but but go. all but all, jo- all joking aside, though, you know what what happened throughout your career that experiences that you draw on that that you'll use in this role as being the head coach. I think the biggest part for me in my track and field career that helped me be successful was the coaching. Um, I had some great coaches over the years from high school throughout college that um, that some that were very personal. They really got to know the athletes very well, um, were able to connect with them, connect with me, which made me want to, you know, work hard for them even more. I'm not just a number to them. I'm not just someone who's out there to get points for them. Um, And I feel like I take that to heart in the way that I coach very much so. Um, Another one is the technical side. I've had coaches that have been incredibly technical, very knowledgeable in biomechanics and things of that nature, and that's something that I also try to instill in my coaching style as well, where we'll break down to a lot of technical work, a lot of uh, video and, you know, replay during practice and going through doing different drills before we're going back to the actual uh, exercise and things like that just to to nail home things like that. So um, I think, yeah, coaching would be definitely the biggest part for me that I – think is important in the coach-athlete world and how it helps them get to be better athletes. Track and field head coach Denisha Johnson joining us here, the director of track and field Paul Rice on the Wear the Bear podcast, special track and field edition, the first track and field edition of the new year. And speaking of that, coach, uh, you know, the, the beat goes on, the, the Jack Skoog mm-hmm. uh, at Central. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you and I have talked about a lot. This yeah. is, uh, for whatever reason, I don't really remember the exact reason, but this has become kind of a red-letter day for the track and field yeah. season. And we... We open it up to all the social media and everything like that with the hashtag the Skoog, and we have a lot of fun with it. And you know, and you've always talked about it too—the history that that goes on behind. I mean, it's not just all fun and games. There, there's a very, you know, there's a very honored history that goes yeah. on behind it. Tanisha, you were at Central Michigan, you know, and, and really one of the finest track and field track and field facilities that that it's in this region. There's no doubt about that. But you guys will open up competition in the Skoog, so. Talk about what we can expect. Talk about who to look for, and and Tanisha, you know, get your thoughts as well. Well, the the, the women competed last week at Western, mm-hmm. um, which was a pretty unique opportunity to, to just have our women out there competing. So, you know, they've they've kind of knocked off the rust from the holiday break. The guys haven't done that yet. So, you know, we're we're definitely looking at uh, a busier day on Friday for us than we had last week, and and. Uh, you know, you, you just came back. We just came back last week from break, so everybody's still a little. You know, they're getting back into it. They're dragging a little bit. They're a little bit tired. But this is a, a great opportunity early in the season to slowly ramp up the season and get some good competition. So we're looking for, you know, an opportunity for the guys to get out there and really see where they're at. Um, and the women will, you know, obviously we expect some progression from last week. And unfortunately, this time of year, as you know, you lose kids for whatever reason. Uh, a lot of times it's the flu or something like that. So we had a few women last week that weren't able to make it and we're, they're getting back at it this week. Hopefully, so um, every week is a step in the process to towards the bigger end goal of at the you know the Horizon League Championships at the end of the year. But having these meets where there's four or five, six schools um, in an early season environment, and uh, we get a chance to see where we're at, is it, those are very important days for us. We could easily just train through the first month of the season and not compete, um, and probably 
you know, do okay in February, but that doesn't help them progress. It doesn't help them continue to see, you know, week to week where they're at when they get the spikes on and get on the track and, and run and jump and throw. So the Skoog is, is a, is always an interesting environment. It's a, it's a cool name. We love this, right. the Skoog <laughs> name is catchy and, and, uh, and they do have a pretty nice facility there. And, um, it's, this is the first time that we'll throw everybody together. You know, and back in December, we didn't have our cross-country athletes, our distance athletes, really on that trip. So now they get thrown back into the mix. We've got a bus load plus two vans going. So you're talking 50 to 60 athletes out there competing side by side and, and watching their dynamic of how they act as a team is going to be important for us this week and touch on some things we can obviously improve on. We, we know we're going to need to improve from week to week. And so for us, it's a good day to observe what's going on and do some coaching, but you know, take kind of take it all in and see how they all interact together for the first time that we're throwing them all together in, in one event, one week or one um, one day, a one day event like this. And you know, we we've been joking that they all still don't know each other's names, <laughs> right? <laughs> so hopefully by the end of this trip tomorrow, they'll pick up a couple more names. Of their it's teammates. a pro. That's a process too, right? Yeah, Every, everything yeah. in track and field is a process. Absolutely. Even learning each other's names is a, <laughs> yeah. is a process. Too. We finally know their names as coaches now. We, we, <laughs> we expect them to start learning each other's names. So this is a good step in the process for us to throw them all together for the first time, and it'll be exciting to see. Uh, Tanisha, Paul brought this up and said this is the first competition post holiday break on, on the men's side. Is it different for a track and field athlete, or is it the same? Do you guys go to the parties, right? You guys. Uh, nibble on the snack tray and and have the Christmas cookies and do all that stuff too. It's no, di- I mean, I I assume it's no different. You tell me. It's no I different mean, for throwers every day. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's where they live. There's no question about it. But I mean, with the holidays and and that, and that seems to be the mentality of it all. And I'm not saying you know you, you come back and you gain ten pounds or anything like that. But yeah, you, you talk about knocking off that sluggishness, knocking off that rust. They, it's the same way for the athletes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and another thing with the outside of the food is just the cold weather. And so having people who have facilities where they can train, um, especially with the temperatures that we've been having lately, um, I think it was hard for a number of athletes to get outside or try to get some training done, um, doing work on the treadmill, things like that. It's a little different from being out the dome or on the track somewhere. So um, there's still, like you said, the rust in the area for them. And then we also came back hard with them for training. So uh, they're still beat up, but I think they're they're really excited to get going, especially especially the guys um, they were, I think they were a little jealous last week that the girls got to go to a right. meet by themselves. Um, but yeah, you can't, every time you talk to them, they just can't wait for the meets. Well, coach Johnson, I certainly do appreciate you carving out some time. It's been great to, to officially meet you and all the, the listeners and the golden Grizzlies fans to officially meet you here on the where the bear podcast. I wasn't that rough on you, right? I was pretty <laughs> no, easy. No. Easy. Oh, I was, it was it was fairly. I thought I did a good job, right, Paul? Yeah, absolutely. You always do. Well, you always do too. He's he's the wily <laughs> veteran of all this. Certainly great to catch up with you too. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate uh, it. Of course, Paul writes. And, and again, thanks everybody for listening to the Wear the Bear podcast. Again, if you want to subscribe, all you got to do go to iTunes, search Golden Grizzlies, or Wear the Bear. Click subscribe, and you are in there. And for the non-iPhone users, you can go to SoundCloud as well. Search Golden Grizzlies or Wear the Bear as well. And you can listen to all the Wear the Bear podcasts brought to you by the Evans Long Group. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll catch you next time. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening. Well, see you later.